Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the HIV podcast. Each week we focus on a person, historical event or pop culture moment linked to HIV and explore the story of what actually happened. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jess. And between us, we've been working in the field of HIV for 40 years. Our aim is to get as many people as possible HIV educated. You can carry on. I was enjoying that. No, I'm loving. I'm loving my new look. Look how professional we look. <laughs> we should explain to people because obviously it's a podcast. They're listening. They're not watching. Oh. Um, <laughs> we've got all fancy, Sarah, haven't we? It would appear since the Independent Podcast Awards. Yes, yes, we have. Welcome to the HIV podcast, by the way. Yeah, yeah, this is that you are in the right place if that's what you were looking for. Yes. And welcome after a week's break. Obviously, we had last Friday off, didn't we? As Sarah said, we're looking very profesh. We've got headphones on. We have. I love it. Look, I'm, I'm like a proper pro. Although Sarah looks slightly more like she's in air traffic control. She's got like one of the, like their big headphones on with the microphone that wraps around to your mouth, like come in for landing operation one. And I do live near the airport. <gasps> this is a new career I, path for you. Absolutely. See if this sounds professional. BA427, clear for takeoff. Oh, that was amazing. There you go. You're wasted at the charity. You're wasted. <laughs> Well, I feel there might be more to it than just nah. saying. Nah. <laughs> Surely not. <laughs> but yes, we should talk about the Independent Podcast Awards. Oh, yes. yes. I was there in spirit. But you had a great time, didn't you? Yeah, no, it was lovely. And obviously we didn't win in either of our categories. But as I said, and I know it's like so cliche, but honestly, don't we feel like winners anyway? Like, they were such huge podcasts that we were up against. And I didn't realise that some of them had, not all of them, but some of them had sort of entire teams working on them. And, and I thought, oh, my goodness, it's just me and you in our bedroom, Sarah. Uh, yeah, no, very, very proud of us. Well done. I know. Well, actually, today I'm not even in my bedroom. Look at me. I'm getting all fancy. One award ceremony, Sarah, and I'm, I'm in a podcast studio. That's <laughs> what happens. It's what happens. You know, I'm just, I'm too bougie. You are. It's all gone to your head. <laughs> See, yeah, I know. Headphones on, podcast studio. 
Oh my gosh. And what is that a screen behind you? It's like some sort of fancy screen with let me have a look. It's a bit odd. It's, it's got some sheep on it and some buildings of the world. Wow. I like it. Whatever it is, I like it. But basically, our aim, we're trying to sort of elevate our sound a little bit, aren't we? Because sometimes it can be a bit hit and miss. So in an effort to make it an even better listening experience, we are trying to elevate the sound. So yeah. that's where we're at. Um, but I have to mention this, actually, because obviously, as you know, I was very excited about the podcast awards. Why wouldn't we be? Lovely Zoe came with me. I'm sure people saw our Instagram and our TikTok and the things we put up there. But just before we went, I went to see my physio and I was like super excited. And he was told him all about it. Oh, my goodness. I've got this awards thing on Monday. I can't wait. And do you know what he said? I've never had my thunder stolen more in my entire life. He literally went, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, one of my other clients just collected her second Emmy. I was, I was literally just like, oh, I mean, I'll just leave, shall I? I mean, mine just pales into insignificance. Not an Emmy, is it? No, but that will come in time. It's your confidence that I love. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't miss a beat. Um, Well, do you have anything for us today? Because today our roles are slightly swapped, aren't they? Yes, they are. Yes, you're leading the way with the content for this week. And I'm a commentary. I'm I'm slightly terrified. I'm I'm having to do you. So I'm going to have to channel Sarah all episode. And you need to channel Jess. Right. Okay. I can do that. Yeah. You sure? Yes. But I don't have any news. I've literally just... That does sound like me sometimes, though, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Oh, yeah. But, but we should ask, how was your holiday? Oh, very good. Yeah? Very good. Yes, uh, very busy, but it was all good. It went so quick. Where's oh. the year gone? How is it nearly Christmas? Oh, I know. Madness, absolutely. But madness. I watched I watched one of those um, Christmas films the other day. You know, they've got the Christmas channel. <laughs> Oh my god! With like the the lowest budget, worst films you can imagine. Yes, I love them. <sighs> you know the ones where it's always the girls had a bit. She's like broken up with somebody, and she's gone off to start a new life somewhere else. And she's like, "Yeah, go me." And then she meets a guy, and it's will they, won't they? And they normally hate each other to start with. Very cliche. Oh yeah. He yeah. like drives past her and like splashes her with a puddle or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's what you did. Not for the whole two weeks. I just thought, oh, well, it's on, so I'm going to watch it. And then I was like, oh, I do feel Christmassy now. Bring it on. Yeah, they're not for me, those ones, no. You know, I like a bit of dark. Go for a dark Christmas, a bit of Scrooged. Oh, no. The darkest, the darkest I'll go is The Wizard of Oz. That is dark, though. That's that's pretty harrowing. Yes. You know, they painted, or I'm sure, I'm going to say allegedly, because... I don't want to get sued, obviously, but didn't they allegedly, didn't the paint that they painted the Impalumpas with have lead in it? And they all got really ill. I'm sure I've heard this. Don't know if it's an urban myth. Maybe someone can let us know, but um, I'm sure I've heard that. So that is, that's hiring in itself, Sarah. Yeah, it's got to be done at Christmas. Oh, what, I hope it... Lead in the face paint. Is that what you do? Yeah, for yeah, kids? yeah, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> for years. Amazing. <laughs> we should probably move on um, yes. before someone reports you. Excellent. So, yes. So, social services get a call. It's fine. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. What are we doing this week? Okay. So, I'm just putting on my best Sarah hat. I don't have a robe of any colours. I'm just, you know, it's just me with some headphones on. Can I just say that wearing headphones, how weird is it not being able to hear your own voice? I know. 
I just I've very muffled. I feel like I've got like a like a cold. Yes, you've got a really bad ear infection. Yes. <laughs> you just hear yourself. I don't know how loud I'm being. I might just be yelling. <laughs> there are planes circling over the house though now, so something's working. <laughs> right. So this week we are going to take a look at something that already is and will be a huge part of HIV history. So we are looking at the new HIV campaign and mainly the advert that went out across Scotland. For a bit of background, it's been 40 years or or around there Mm. since the Tombstone advert, since the Iceberg adverts that, you know, terrified everyone. Before we even go on to talk about, you know, the advert and its reception and everything, when you initially heard before you'd watched it that there was going to be um, you know, a new a new HIV campaign. I know it's in Scotland. We'd love it to be in England too, but we'll take what we can get. How did you feel after 40 years? Oh, very excited. Yeah. Because, you know, we have been banging on about this for years. And finally, albeit not in the country that we're in, it was happening. Fantastic. I think that's it, isn't it? You're like, oh my goodness, people are listening. This is exactly what we need. Mm-hmm. Let's get some more awareness. We know HIV education is poor, not for everyone, but there are massive pockets where we know that. While the campaign was really well received by some, what we noticed was it also faced a lot of criticism as well. So I thought initially, let's get a bit of background on the campaign. And all of the information that I'm about to chat about is taken from the Terence Higgins Trust press release. And obviously, I'll put the link below the episode to that so you can go and read it for yourself so the film is informed by scottish government funded research from yougov and it was into attitudes and beliefs about hiv in scotland and it was produced by the terence higgins trust this research was really interesting because it found that just one third of people in scotland would be happy to kiss someone with hiv so that's not a lot oh god it also showed that almost half the people in scotland would be ashamed to tell other people they were hiv positive yeah okay I'm thinking of our own client base and how many of them disclose and how many are concerned about the reaction that they will get and I mean for them it's probably way more than what did you say half yeah I was gonna say I'd say for us about 90% of people Mm. but for the public oh gosh 40 years on Jess Attitudes still the same. So the um, press release said the campaign was developed in partnership with THT, NHS Greater Glasgow and Clyde, Public Health Scotland, University of Strathclyde, Waverley Care, Our Positive Voice and Scottish Drugs Forum. And it was then produced by Scottish agency Stand. They state it's hoped the new campaign will result in important discussions about the realities of HIV today. And they were right because they mentioned that the tombstone adverts 40 years ago, the message was it's a deadly disease. There's no known cure. And again, we'll put the link to the tombstone advert for anybody that might be a bit young or is in a different country, because obviously this is UK based and doesn't know what we're talking about. We'll put the link below. So go and have a watch of the tombstone advert. But they've said that this campaign explains how an HIV diagnosis has transformed since then by highlighting that you can live a healthy, happy life just like anyone else. Perfect, right? We like that. Oh, I do like that. I always find it weird when um, anybody doing anything says, oh, we're just hoping this starts conversations. And I always think, conversations with who? I don't know. I think in this day and age, in the world of immediacy, it's a bit, it's a bit difficult because people want things done for them. <laughs> so would somebody actively pursue a conversation with someone else about HIV and HIV education? I don't know that they would. I don't think they would. I think, yeah, expecting people to do things for themselves is optimistic. In this day and age, absolutely, yes. 
Yes, no, no. So the advert features four depictions of HIV stigma, and these are based on the real experiences of people living with HIV in Scotland. It concludes with the message that stigma is more harmful than HIV. And they stated their aims with this campaign is to encourage those watching to think about their role in perpetuating stigma and impacting the lives of people living with HIV. Again, that's a big ask, isn't it? We're asking people to do something off their own back. We know from the work we do, don't ever ask anyone to do anything. Yeah, no, no, you have to spoon feed, spoon feed. Okay, so to get it clear in my head, this is about tackling the stigma that people face living with HIV, which I think is excellent because if there's no stigma, everyone's open about the status. It's so much easier for everyone. Well, we can all move on then, can't we? Just be accepted like everything else. Okay. Yes. So the uh, CEO of Terence Higgins Trust said, it is high time we update everyone's knowledge about the incredible progress that's been made in the fight against HIV over the last 40 years by bringing it back into millions of living rooms. A new film is based on the direct experiences of people living with HIV in Scotland who shared how much of a challenge the stigma still surrounding HIV is to their day-to-day lives in hospital, on dating apps, and even in their own homes, which is why alongside all the good news about HIV today, we knew we had to show how devastating HIV-related stigma can be for those directly impacted. I hope millions will see our advert in the weeks ahead and be motivated to learn the facts and ditch the fiction about HIV. Now, the advert's first outing, it aired on at 7.58pm on Monday the 16th of October, just before Coronation Street, which was one of STV's most watched shows. Good slot. Excellent work. Prime time. Been Mm. thought about. I like it. I like it. So you're going to love this. It's going to take some acting for me. I hope you can appreciate this, Sarah. You're going to act out the advert because we're not sure if the copyright laws will allow us to play it on our podcast. Yes. And I want to say a big thank you to Zoe, who obviously works on the podcast with us, because she spent many an hour with me trying to unpick and work out copyright law. And in the end, we were like, it's probably safer if we don't. Definitely. I mean, you can find it on YouTube if you want to watch it. But believe me, this is going to be amazing. Okay, you ready? going to try and put the drama in obviously by the way i'm going to put the link to the actual advert below so you can watch it because i can't do all the music and stuff but <laughs> but watch jess's version first this is supposed to sarah serious serious faces yes right go for it okay the advert opens with the camera on a young woman you can hear a doctor speaking oh actually you can let me know if you do feel any emotion from my portrayal of this there's okay. my eyes are already teary it's, it's that just it's just awful already <laughs> Please stop. Okay, so the advert opens with the camera on a young woman and you can hear a doctor speaking, thanking her for coming in and saying they've had her results back. Then cuts to the scene of a young man and he's really crying. The doctor's voiceover continues and you've tested positive for HIV. Then it shows us an older man standing in the street and staring, then cuts to another scene of a woman looking sad. We go back to the women in the doctor's surgery and the voiceover begins. Now that might come as a shock. But living with HIV is not what people think. One pill a day means that it cannot be passed on. And along the bottom of the screen, it reads after six months of treatment and readily and regular medical supervision. The voiceover continues and you can live a healthy, happy life just like anyone else. It's then a scene of the young woman from the doctors speaking to her dad. And she says, so, dad, I was at the doctors yesterday. Then we go to the scene with another woman in some sort of medical setting and you can hear the medical professional saying, now, 
is there anything I need to know before we begin? It cuts to the father and the daughter and she continues speaking to him, getting um, some results. Then we go to a clip of someone buying chips and asking for the usual with the person serving them looking quite annoyed. Cut back to the man who was crying earlier in his bedroom and we hear the ding of his phone. It shows us messages on his phone and it sort of looks like it's probably an app, a bit like Grinder, something like that. The messages say, so Jack says, are you clean? Ryan says to him, HIV positive, you're a joke. And Mari says, who'd you catch it from? I mean, who is this guy's friends, by the way? I'm just interjecting. (laughs) Who are his friends? Block them. Block block all these people. They're awful. (laughs) Back to the advert. Then we go back to the medical scene. The medical professional says, I just need to pop another pair of these on just to be on the safe side. And we watch her put an extra pair of medical gloves on. We then go back to the scene in the chip shop where we see the chips being slammed onto the counter. As we watch the man leave the chip shop, the person who was serving him glares at him as he walks past the shop window. We're now back to the father and the daughter. And she says it came back positive. Then we go back to the young man with his phone. And again, where it shows him looking at Brian's message that says HIV positive, you're a joke. And it shows him very upset. Then it's a quick flash to all the people we've seen, the man with the chips rubbing his neck and looking sombre, the person being examined with the double gloves, the young man is screaming, the woman who's been examined also looking like she might be either screaming or crying, and the music ramps up, Sarah. Then we go back to the daughter who says, but dad, the doctor said, and it shows him pulling his hand away from hers, and then it shows her looking down and crying. Then across the screen in a bold font, it says stigma is more harmful than HIV. It ends with her crying. And then the wording along the bottom says, learn the facts at HIVstigma.scot. And then the Terence Higgins Trust logo appears alongside. And scene. Wow. Do you just feel confused? I feel like. No, I don't. Well, I do. Not by the, well, by the contents of the advert. Was it just more my portrayal? No, I think that was done very well. Do you know what confuses me? Tell me. Is there's nothing to counteract all those horrific situations. We will come to that. Okay. I will stop jumping ahead and say that as adverts go, and I have watched it, it is very sombre. It's Yes. It, and that's why I put in there that the music ramps up because it's sort of, yes, it is very emotive is that the right word you know it's yes it is somber it is quite shocking it is quite emotional so there was a huge reaction as I said earlier to the advert lots of praise but also faced heavy criticism and we sort of we have obviously our own opinions on the Mm. advert and what it portrays I'm sure everyone you know all individuals are all going to have different perspectives on this advert but I set out like a roving reporter Sarah to uh to get some feedback Oh, so it's not just our feedback, it's what service users, volunteers, trustees. Yep. So yes, exactly. And staff as well. Because I thought, you know, you and I can sit here all day and well, I mean, everyone's heard our opinions on toast and condiments. They're just our opinions. So I thought, let's go to the wider community a little bit. And I asked on Instagram, I put it out on our Instagram as well and asked people for their for their feedback on it. And obviously it doesn't mean this is the entirety of all the feedback in the world that everyone thinks. But this is what we've received. So do you want to hear some of that feedback? I do, because I actually think that would be more useful than just giving our feedback alone. So one of our service users said, glad to see there's no tombstones, but could have been a more positive tone at the end. Okay, because I do think there are similarities, some similarities between this advert and the tombstone advert. The kind of tone, the voice, the voiceover 
is yes. very similar, isn't it? And the colour, because it is kind of grey, beigey. It, yeah, it's muted, isn't it? It's those muted tones, sort of the filter on it. I, I would be so interested to know if they took any inspiration from the initial advert, because like you say, there are, there do appear to be similarities. I couldn't find anything on that. Perhaps they did. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Oh, like a kind of follow Oh, maybe. Maybe they're trying to link it to the original. Well, I mean, we're still talking about it to this day. If you wanted to make an advert that people are still going to be talking about, maybe that's what you'd do. I don't know. I don't know. I think it, it doesn't kind of go with the happy, healthy life kind of theme that they're obviously very keen to get across. Because there is nothing happy about that advert. Yes, exactly. Well, let's let's go through some more feedback okay, and then we'll continue. Yeah. This is one of my favourites. Uh, brace yourself for swearing if you've got kids in the room. Get them to put a little hand earmuffs on. Someone, one of, my, one of our service users said, that's fucking good, that is. <laughs> and I asked if they'd like to elaborate. They said, no, that was it. That was the input. Short and sweet. To the point, right? Someone else had said, really impactful. Love the tagline. I think it will shame people who think that way into rethinking their ignorant views. And that's an interesting point. And, you know, obviously that is part of the aim, isn't it, to tackle the stigma? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that, for, so with that person, it's totally resonated. So excellent. Okay, next person, not at all. No. In- yeah. Incredibly depressing and made me feel like an HIV diagnosis would just be the worst thing that could happen to you. I think it set us back 40 years. Really? Pulling no punches there. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, I can see where they're coming from though uh when I worked in the NHS someone else has said um which is in the last couple of years so stigma was still rife and um nurses were double gloving if a patient was HIV positive so they said if I know this still happens I'm confused as to why there was no information that that's wrong and shouldn't be happening it was just like this is a normal thing that happens and I have to say I I thought the same thing when I watched that why aren't we letting people know that double gloving, that is part of stigma? I feel like that assumes that we have prior knowledge. And we've talked about this before. Unless everyone's educated and comes with us, then we can't be these different factions where we've all got this massively, there are these huge disparities between HIV education, you know? Yeah. No, we've said this before, haven't we, is that mm. not everyone's coming at it from the same starting point. And I do, when I watched it... Um, oh, I made my husband watch it as well. And he was like, oh, I didn't know they still had to double glove. And I was like, oh, no, you've missed the completely missed the point of this. They don't. Yeah. I think that's the I thing. I mean, well, where would you even go to look up that piece of information? That's what I yeah. find yeah. kind of interesting. But that's what he took from it is that, you know, we still have to be cautious. And it's like, oh. I really wouldn't want someone who was newly diagnosed going into a medical setting and thinking that that was standard, that they couldn't make a complaint about that because they've watched it on an advert and they think that is standard practice to double glove. That's, oh, that's would, my It concern. would just put you off yeah. going to get treatment. Somebody else had said, if you compare this to something like a cancer advert, which you could die from, they don't make me feel like it's the end of the world to have cancer as in those adverts. Um, they're quite uplifting and hopeful. Why does this make it seem like being diagnosed with HIV is, you know, the end of the world? Oh, so they've not really listened to the beginning, have they, with the happy, healthy life? I actually missed that when I first watched it because it was so, like, harrowing. Do you know what I mean? You're not really listening to that. Well, no, I was, because when I, I'm a very visual person. So yeah. I, well, rather than, I was going to say oral. But <laughs> You're, I'm not oral, Jess. <laughs> Good God, this is turning into a different, this isn't the porn series, Sarah. <laughs> I'm more visual. Yeah. So 
which is why when I watch a lot of television, I have the subtitles on because I just find it easier. I'm just not mm. a good listener. You know that. Yeah. And so when I saw the advert, yes, I'm very drawn in by the images. Yeah. Uh, and the, the the music to a certain extent, but it was the images, you know, the girls sitting there and you're like, what's he going to say to her? And I completely missed the narrative that went with it about it being a happy health. Life. I had to listen to it three or four times before I was like, oh, God. I think, yeah. I think that's the thing. I think because like you're saying, we take, I think it's 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 more we take more information in visually, don't we, than mm. any other way. So I think what the pictures are showing us is something conflicting to what the voiceover is telling us. So we're not we're not quite hearing that part. So um, we're nearly at the end. So um, someone has said, I was hoping the dad would give her a big hug and say, I love you to show a different perspective. I get the message. I really do. But as an HIV nurse who sadly sees the consequences of people being scared to test, I worry this will put people off testing. So while I absolutely agree that stigma is a killer and experienced by most, if not all people living with HIV, a different approach might have been helpful to truly reflect people's different experiences. It's a good point. Or oh, the thing about putting people off testing is a very good point. It's going to have that knock on effect because we have to acknowledge that although we're talking about stigma, there is yeah there is that possibility that it's going to have a knock on effect around other areas of HIV. But we will talk about that. So we also got another one a message. This was from our Instagram saying I was flooded with messages from all walks of life. Um, and this was someone who I think had posted about the um, mm, the, ad about the ad. Yes, it said I was flooded with messages from all walks of life with anger and expletives, with some declaring they felt the advert had slapped people living with HIV in the face. Why dig up what we thought was buried in 1987 is beyond me. So some strong views there. And I just want to point out, as I say, it has received a lot of praise as well. That is genuine feedback that I had just asked for at our drop-in from staff on our Instagram. That is genuinely what I received. So it's not that I'm picking certain bits out. That's just what I've got. Okay. So there's kind of some pros, but also some kind of cons with the whole thing. Absolutely. Great, great that we are finally getting to a point where and a TV advert, amazing. Mm. But I mean, it's very subjective. I get that. Everyone's opinion is going to be different. Yeah. But it is interesting that some of the people that you've got comments from have observed the same that I have. Yeah. Which is a bit of kind of confusion and a bit of... Um, well, I certainly didn't feel happy at the end of the advert. In no. fact, do you know what? My heart went out because they said that service users were involved in these adverts and my heart went out to all of them because I thought, what a awful time you've been having. We know some of our service users experience the same. Yeah. But how sad that they didn't want to counteract that with kind of some sort of positive message. What What would you have wanted from an HIV campaign? I think, well... As everyone who listens to this podcast will know, all we want to do is normalise HIV. So any advert, if we were asked to put one together, Lost Boys of Say Hey, you'd have to help us, would have that as the premise. You know, we need to, we do need to get people talking about HIV, but I think we need to normalise it. And we certainly need to push the message about you equals you. And I don't understand why we don't do more of that. It's a really powerful message. You can't yeah. pass it on if you're taking medication. So nobody's got anything to be scared of. Mm. I also would like, I also think that within the advert saying one pill a day, a lot of people don't realise what that means or. But why even say one pill a day? I think if you think of other long term conditions. Mm. Yes, they don't experience the stigma that HIV experiences, but there are challenges around being diabetic, for example. Yeah. 
Um, and there are judgments against people with diabetes, not living a healthy lifestyle, maybe obesity and all this kind of stuff. But hearing what medication they take isn't going to change my view. Are they trying to do that to kind of say it's to counteract the 80s where people were taking lots of medication? Do people even care how much, how many pills people take? Oh, so I didn't take it quite the same as you, but I see what you're saying. See, this is why this is so interesting, isn't it? Like you're saying, we all watched it in a different way. I more saw it that I've had friends before. I I know we've talked about this previously in the Charlie Sheen episode. I had a friend of mine who was chatting about you equals you. And she said, no, they said that you can take medication and they can't pass on. That's not true, is it? If we still have people who don't even believe you equals you because they don't understand what it is, it's not good enough just to say one pill a day and you can't pass it on. Like, but but how? Why? What, what does that mean? Explain it to people. Yeah, as you say, we can talk about you equals you all day long. And I would have loved to have seen an advert around that as well. But I feel like we have to just, like we said, get everyone educated first and then move it, forward. Yes. But then it needs to more uplifting doesn't it to say I mean you can do a comparison of 40 years ago when you had the tombstone advert and then and say now it's not like that people die from HIV yeah and they can't pass it on happy days yes everyone lives a happy healthy life yeah yeah well speaking about you equals you now you might find this interesting to know because I certainly did that Jenny Minto public health minister for Scottish government said this campaign reflects a commitment we gave last year to fund a marketing campaign to reduce the stigma that makes some people less likely to access HIV prevention testing and treatment services so that may be the answer to our questions about why you equals you wasn't covered because this came from a previous government commitment to fund a campaign with the with the aim of reducing the stigma but did she sorry she wants more people to test because that advert will not make me test for hiv we know stigma stops people from testing like you're saying you know Mm. although they're tackling stigma this is a knock-on thing where stigma stops people from testing and it stops people from accessing care and as Professor, Professor Kevin Fenton once said stigma kills because of these things. And, and that's true. So where we're trying to show people they shouldn't stigmatise people, unfortunately, I think it's had sort of a secondary knock on effect of making people think, God, I wouldn't want to test because this looks awful. You know, telling people you're positive, even in a medical setting where you would hope that you're trusting people who would be understanding and have knowledge. Now I'm feeling depressed. <laughs> oh, good. That was my aim. <laughs> But it's just that it's like I said, it's really good on one hand. But then the more we're talking about it, the more I'm like, oh, but hold on. Do you know one of the issues is that there are so many messages around HIV that, you know, we want everybody to test for HIV. We want to have testing in A&E departments across the country. I think that's a brilliant initiative. Right. That's one thing we're focusing on. We've also got to let everyone know about U equals U to try and normalise HIV. That's another thing. We've also got to meet the pledge of eradicating HIV by 2030. And we've got to tackle the stigma. That is a lot. I just wish there were clearer priorities. Yeah, yeah. And and I think you and I have talked a lot about how I wish we were sort of all on the same page, really, mm-hmm. around the, the stance we're all going to take as well. Are we, are we, is it an uplifting message is it a doom and gloom message it's everything feels all over the place and it's yeah I feel I do feel as well as um so speaking obviously this advert is you and I chatting our own personal opinions not to do with TVPS but working for a small charity it is difficult because you're pulled and pushed in lots of different directions depending on you know the funding you're getting and the direction that 
that campaign would like you to take versus another one. So I think that's quite difficult. Oh, I think, yeah, absolutely. That they are also putting things on billboards. There's going to be messages online and in newspapers. And I haven't seen any of that. And it might address some of the things that we're talking about. I think the saddest thing for me is that some of our service users are saying that it's it's just not for them. And and it's made them feel almost more stigmatised because that's not what the advert was there to achieve. I know someone was like, yeah, it's amazing. And then you've got other people going, no, not for me. This is the thing. It's really difficult. I think, look, in the beginning, we talked about the fact that the initial research stated that almost half the people in Scotland would be ashamed to tell other people they were HIV positive. Do we feel after watching that? that they would be more inclined to tell people they were positive? Well, I hope they do follow-up feedback. I hope they ask them, actually, and see if it has changed people's perceptions, because that would be amazing if it has. For Mm. me personally, as I've said, if I've seen that advert, I'm not going to test anywhere. No, no, no. There is a real danger that this could possibly add to the stigma, as well as, you know, for some groups of people, it is going to diminish the stigma. But for others, I think there's a danger that it could amplify it. And yes, it absolutely highlights how horrendous HIV stigma can be. And that is really important. But where's the part that shows positive people thriving or someone disclosing and having the person yeah. telling, really reacting well and saying, I, I don't care, it doesn't change who you are. I still love you. Or like, where where are the examples that people can look to and think, oh, okay, so being diagnosed doesn't have to be a big deal. Like it's the end of the world. I mean, I know you've only got a minute for an advert or, or however long it is. But why couldn't they have had what that positive person had experienced and then how they would have liked that situation to be? So like with the the daughter and the dad, when he pulls his hand away, yes, that's the experience she had. But then wouldn't it be great if she said, but actually, wouldn't it have been amazing if the experience had been like this and the dad's pulling her in for a big hug or the nurse is not double gloving, you know, almost counteracting, because then Mm. I think that drives the message home. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I think or or a mirrored one where here's a bad experience that someone had. But actually, let's also compare that with a positive experience they had that might not be with the same person, but, you know, it could be with a friend or something. But I think look, they had quite a lot of aims, like I said, um, that I read through when I was looking at the press release. So I thought I'm going to ask you, Sarah, and some of these will be yeses and maybe some will be no's, but let's okay. have a little look sort of to summarise. So do you think that it will encourage all of those watching to think about their role in perpetuating stigma and impacting the lives of people living with HIV? It will, yeah, it will make some people think about yeah. whether they then have the uh, motivation to change their attitudes or learn more to educate and inform themselves. I'm not so sure. Well, how funny you say that because... I was going to ask you, do you think that people will be motivated to learn the facts and ditch the fiction about HIV as the CEO of THT had said he hopes happens? Again, we we talked about this. This literally relies on people wanting to do the work. And we know from experience like that's a real rarity. So possibly maybe better just to put the facts right there in the advert, just put it in people's faces. Yes. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot going on at the moment, as we know. And people, we're in, you know, I don't, I don't think there's anyone in this country that isn't experiencing some sort of hardship yeah. because of the cost of living crisis, because of world events, 
And I think when you're going through something like that, you focus on yourself and making things better for you and your family. Yeah. I don't think people have got the time at the moment to educate themselves about other things that are not necessarily having an impact on them. Yeah. But that's almost why I think when you've got them captive in that advert, in that moment, yeah. give it to them right then. Um, Make it a happy advert. Make it. I mean, God, we could all do with some positivity at the moment. You know, I've written down, why does it always have to be so serious when we talk about HIV? I understand it might be slightly divisive, you and I giving our honest opinions on this, you know, because while we are happy, there is a campaign. Is it the one we wanted? Maybe not. You know, to be honest, and on this podcast, we make no bones about the fact we don't like shocking HIV content. We just mm. don't. How do how do we ever normalise HIV when it's just shocking after shocking after shocking? So I think we need we needed to be honest about this. And for us, I think it this advert sort of perpetuates the narrative that HIV is something scary. And that's really unfortunate. So as much as I do want to be happy that there's a campaign, I'm... I'm a bit gutted, if I'm honest, and I'm genuinely a little bit concerned this is going to scare people into not wanting to test. Yeah, I would agree with you. Having said that, to try and add a bit of a positive spin, it's got a lot of people talking about HIV, so that's not a bad thing. So there you go. That is you and me discussing 40 years on. Well, and not that we talked about this 40 years ago, but you know. (laughs) be weird wouldn't it um but yeah this is a you know the advert 40 years after the initial one that's it in a nutshell really I know and you know it gives me hope if Scotland can do this so can England yeah and I'd really would still please um, I know we keep you know talking about the petition that obviously Will Hampson from Lost Boys of Soho put together it's on our highlights on our Instagram please do go and sign this petition because we do need a campaign about you equals you desperately we need one in this country I know there's other stuff going on but we do need people to know the facts yeah absolutely so I think yeah good on Scotland for doing an advert yeah it doesn't hit the mark with me but it's better than nothing exactly exactly it's quite a depressing phrase isn't it it's like oh It's like life at the moment. Oh, it's rubbish. But, you know, it's better than nothing. Let's just say these are mine and Jess's opinions. They are not the opinions of Thames Valley Positive Support, the HIV charity that we work for. They are our personal opinions. Yeah. And I think, you know what, you're right, Sarah. These are our opinions and everyone's always going to have different opinions. So you're going to find someone else that thinks it's hugely moving and really effective. And that's just life. Um, But how did you think I did being you? Well... I mean, it is what it is, isn't it? It's all right. <laughs> Made so many mistakes. It was so stressful, Sarah. I don't want to be this side of it. I know you did a brilliant job. Absolutely amazing. Oh. Be me from now on. I like being you. Oh, do you? It's a bit more relaxing, isn't it? Yeah. If something pops into your brain, you just say it. Exactly. It's perfect. It's very bright and breezy at this end. Yeah. Well, so now I'm going to send it to you and then you have to edit it, right? No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, no, thank you. <laughs> my work here is done I've got other things I need to be getting on with <laughs> okay well what what do we have coming up next week well I bang on about it a lot we're going to look at what on earth I'm talking about when I talk about 2030 oh that would be good because again the industry there's so many initiatives going on there's so many different things I think it would be really good to clarify that slightly I think so. We're going to do it over two episodes because there's a lot to get through. But what Mm. I'm talking about is the government pledge to eradicate HIV by 2030. And it won't surprise you, Jess, to know that I've got views on this. (laughs) We've got views on everything. Haven't we, Jess? 
Well, I'll see you back here next week with your soapbox to hear about 2030. Thanks for listening to the HIV podcast. If you enjoyed our podcast, please like, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can now also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the HIV podcast for behind the scenes insights and video. The HIV podcast is produced by Thames Valley Positive Support. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.